Yo, 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 what's good? What's good, Addicts Gang? It's your boy, it's Charliam. Welcome back. Uh, this is part two of the week four weekly breakdown, all fantasy football, all gambling statistics, <laughs> or how to win more money, how to not lose money. We'll see how we go. Um, but this is part two of the huge ex- extravaganza um gigantic amazing beautifulness that is Matt Joel and I uh please enjoy the show uh thanks all for the support and um good luck for your week 4 matchups let's get into it Um, let's move on from a fun, fun game and go back to what's really not a fun, fun game, but it does have interesting little, you know, it's a division game. I love division games. The Dallas Cooper Rush Cowboys, the three and O as a starter Cooper Rush Cowboys are at home to the Washington football team commanders. Minus three and a half is the line. Dallas are home favourites. Matthew, can Cooper Rush lose as a starter or is he just the best person? Is he just the most winningest winner? He's time. actually going to be the first ever career backup to never lose a game. It's very impressive, isn't it? It is. He's, is he not... better than Dak Prescott or like is that? Oh, no, far? shut up. We're not doing that. We're not having that conversation. That's uh, ridiculous. Um, did, you say, did you say the line's three and a half? Yes. Did you say the, you didn't say the commanders are favorites, did you? Dallas are favorites. Dallas, Dallas are favorites, commanders. Okay. Um, yeah, look, I'm taking the line there for the Cowboys. Uh, they're gonna win. I would think they're gonna they're gonna win comfortably at home. The the Commanders have shown me a lot less than the Cowboys have. The Cowboys have stunk start season. Don't get me wrong. Like I have not liked anything that they've shown, but the Commanders are just uh, they've, they've done nothing. They've looked awful. Um, Carson Wentz. Carson Wentz kind of smells to me. I don't like him at all. What did he? Ha- what did I say on Monday, Joel? Carson Wentz had about negative passing yards at halftime against the Eagles yeah. last week. Like, I, 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 I'm just not a fan. Yep, the Eagles are that good. You know, yeah, all, all the all Wentz is that bad. It's a bit of a bit of the both. Yeah, I can't like. I actually like the spot for the Washington Commanders, but like, I really? don't have it in. I I do, but I don't have it in me to bet on Carson Wentz. Like. Yeah, because so and, and people did it last week. Like people were like, "Oh, I think they're gonna give the Eagles something," and they got absolutely annihilated. Um, they're they're sitting at pretty heavy underdogs though, like three and a half. This is tough because of Cooper Rush. 
I yeah, just the only reason why I wouldn't touch it is because it's Carson Wentz. That and I think the only reason why Carson Wentz is playing good or like the stats show is the man has weapons everywhere. So like I, I feel like he should be be at least play like throwing for a lot of yards. Like Jahan Dotson is good and Curtis Samuel has been great. And then he's got running backs that can catch as well. Like they're they're both very good pass catching running backs. So like, even though, like, it, it's surprising because it is Carson Wentz, I think that, you know, with the weapons that he has, it's kind of something that he should be doing. Um, But that's enough talking about the uh, the Commanders because I want to get into my start of the week that I have in this game, and you guys will never guess it. It's Noah Brown. We love oh, Noah Brown. On the bandwagon. I love myself some Noah Brown. Look, um, I'm a bit hesitant because I don't know what Gallup's going to do. Um, but with how bad this commander secondary has been, um, I think that you can start Noah Brown and CD Lamb with very, very much high confidence. Um, because the commanders, the, the only thing they're really good at is stopping the run. Um, they're getting beat over the top easy. It's like, that no one can cover anyone. I don't really know anyone on the secondary either. Like I um normally I know at least like one corner or safety. Like does Landon Collins still play for this team? Like I got no idea. Um but if you got someone like DJ Moore, I'm definitely playing him over DJ Moore. So uh yeah, Noah Brown. Get him fire him up, man. That's my guy. Um see Lamb dropped that bomb touchdown last week. Jalen Tolbert hates catching footballs for some reason. I, I don't know what his problem is. Um, Noel Brown's the only guy. And and um, the thing that I love about it is Cooper Rush, that's his, like, number one because um, that, that thing that they say with, like, backup quarterbacks and backup receivers, it's like a thing. Like, yeah, they actually get chemistry because of how much they play together and, like, practice and stuff. So um, I think this is a big uh, big game. I, I think the Cowboys going to... If they win this game, are they three and one? No, they're two and two. Yeah, no, nah, they're three and one if they win this. Yeah, yeah, they're three and one if they win this game. They Man. beat the Bengals. Yeah, they did beat the Bengals. My goodness, how embarrassing! Here's one for you. Yeah, how many points are the Washington football team commanders going to score in this game? I think they they're gonna. Be it's going to be rough like last week, but not as bad. Do you get what I'm saying? That didn't answer the question at all. So, I think they'll. I think they can get. I get. Get to twenty, but I think it's going to be like gar- garbage time. Twenty points. See, I, I don't think. That, I don't think, I think the more Cowboys. Can, I don't think the Cowboys can score much more than twenty. Okay, I get you, but. Uh. But the I like I get where you're coming from, but the the commander's defense is not good, man. I know, but if you're betting on the Cowboys, you're betting on Cooper Rush to beat a team by more than a field goal. It's really scary. Oh yeah, I think I would just take him out, right? I don't think I would. Uh... And like you know, I get he did it against the Giants, but we've been through the Giants. Like they hate scoring points too. They have no weapons. You've just talked about how the Commanders have funky wide receiver options and a decent running back, and 
you know, riverboat Ron Rivera. He likes to go for it sometimes. Riverboat. I feel bad for that guy. That guy has to deal with all this stuff. Like last year, he had to deal with um, what's his what's his name again? I forgot what the Heineken. The Heineken. <laughs> and then the year before that, he had to deal with freaking um, what's his name? Comeback Player of the Year. Oh, oh yeah, um, Alex Smith. Yeah, Alex Smith. Yeah, Ron Rivera's had it tough over there in Washington. Um. But I agree. I'll take if I had to bet, I'll I'll take him outright. And uh uh I I do see where you're coming from with the with the commander side of the of things. Yeah. Right, just I one just more been... thing, listener. Before we move on, I I, I just want to let you all know. I know we were all really excited about our late round draft steal that we were all very excited about because he's injured, he's coming off an injury. If Michael Gallup comes up to play this week, don't you dare start him. He is coming off a horrible injury, and just because he's playing doesn't mean he's jumping into that wide receiver two role in, in this week. I know the commanders have given up a buttload of yards, but he's not going to be all there this week. So, you know, I know you're excited. We we're all very, you know, everyone in redraft, like, oh, we're going to take, take a sneaky draft here, sneak, sneaky steal in the 15th round or some rubbish. Don't play Gallup. Don't do it. Not this week. Good call. On to yeah, the next. Limited. Um, here's one that's weird. The Houston Texans um, are at home to the Los Angeles Chargers, who just got shit kicked and suffered a billion injuries. Um, this line is an interesting five and a half. Um, are the Texans... Like, so not bad that they can cover this? Or are the charges, like, going to be bad now? Or are they still good? I'm confused. <laughs> <laughs> I, it's really Ow. hard for me to um, try and gauge a position here because I, I really went – I really was all in on him last week at the seven. They're minus seven against the Jags. I understand it's the Jags, but it's really hard to get a to figure out what exactly is going on and who's playing, who's healthy or not. Um, but I'm gonna be. It might seem stupid, but I'm I'm gonna go back to them and I'm gonna trust that they're gonna have a big bounce back week. They need to. Um, in a division like they're in, like they're very lucky they copped like Kansas City losing. Um, and the Raiders, oh, Raiders out of it anyway. Um, but like that division, they need to win games that they are supposed to win. And this is one of them. Um, and I think that they win it convincingly because even though their O-line is really smacked up right now, I think Austin Eckler actually has a bounce back this week. I don't think it's a really big call um, to say that because Houston are letting anyone run on them. Um, like all the Bears do is run. They do not pass the ball at all, and they still let Philip Herbert go for one one fifty seven. So like, I, Austin Eckler might not have a hundred yards or whatever, but I think he he bounces back this week. How, what do you think, Matt? 
I personally think this is going to be a really interesting game. The result of this is going to tell us a lot because I think the Texans are better than the record suggests. Um, they're, they're scoring, they're getting yards, they're doing this, they're doing what they have to. That it's not quite weaseling out those wins in this first three weeks. Um, and I th- and look, the Chargers are getting Keenan Allen back this week. Yeah, I think that's right weird. now. Yeah, it it is. It really is big because it, it just their offense opens up so much with Keenan out there. Um, Keenan and Mike will. Um, this Carter bloke who just keeps doing stuff when you don't really, no one knows who he is, but he's just doing stuff. And he, the offense should be all right still. And against the Texans, their defense hasn't been that great in the first three weeks, but they haven't played any good offenses offenses yet at all. So we don't really know what their defense is up to. Um, in all honesty, I think the Chargers obviously, you have to assume they're going to win. But I wouldn't be shocked if the Texans somehow weasel out something really interesting here, and uh, and get the win in the end. Yeah, I I see where you come from, and I could see why you're very hesitant, Joel. But I think they they need this, and I think that's kind of like perfect team to kind of bounce back on. I I can see it kind of being how um the Bengals did went against the Jets last week. Um, like they won, it's nothing crazy. But it's kind of like you ex- you expect it, so I'll I'll take this live. Here's a fun one for you. Um, Matt brings up DeAndre Carter. Um, how many more receiving like how in relation to say like I don't know Josh Palmer? What do you think their receiving yards? last week were if you had to like guess because I'm presuming you don't know how many yards Josh Palmer had last week oh I do I I don't know how much DeAndre Carter had I know Mike Will had six was it no 15 no you're ruining the game Matt you love (laughs) okay you go Matt you go Matt Um, how many yards did DeAndre Carter had last week Well, he would have been. I I think he came out as the wide receiver too in the end. Did he get around eighty to 70, 70 80? And how many do you think Josh Palmer had? Josh Palmer, I haven't heard his name be mentioned in the first three weeks. So I'm going to assume about ten. Exactly. So I've got a feeling. Okay, now hear me out. Scott Hansen is somehow <laughs> related to DeAndre Carter. <laughs> what? Because every time he what? does anything, it's on the screen. DeAndre Carter had 30 yards last week, three for 31, and Josh Palmer had six for 99. He did have six for 99. That's right. What, what, when was what? it in the game, though? Was it in garbage time? I don't know when it was in the game, but every time DeAndre Carter does anything, it's on the screen. <laughs> and then you get <laughs> mad because you're like, oh, my God, Josh Palmer. And you're like, oh, wait. Well, it's not even a thing. I just think he, DeAndre Carter, just too much love from red zone. And I don't I want think. I think it's recognized. more. I think it's more Herb, Herbie because like the dots that he throws to that guy, they're like perfect. Like that one against Kansas City, right at the end of the game, that uh, that was insane. So I I think it's more the like the type of passes that this guy's getting. I don't know if it's. If it's what you're saying, maybe uh, I do. And also, Joel, like DeAndre Carter's had a hunt, had, had the most yards so far this season for the Chargers. He's, he's had 150. That's the most in the team. So that's crazy. You Is know that they made really that a cut really? last week, but maybe the red zone was ready. 
I am Mike Maybe Little. Red Zone was ready. I don't know. They're waiting for it. Yeah, it would be more than Josh Palmer to even though he had 99. All right, yeah. Um, Matt, yeah, well, I mean, sorry, DeAndre Carter apologized. Wide receiver <laughs> one. <for> the... <laughs> yeah, wide receiver one, exactly. Is it more than um, what's-his-face, the tight end? Gerald uh, Mount Everest. It is actually, oh, it's it's actually the same. They're both on 150. Wow. Oh, look at that. Um, anyway, DeAndre Carter, um, probably the most anyone wants to talk about him. Um, yeah, I don't know. I kind of, with you guys, five seems like a fair number if you want to bet on the Chargers. But um, the Texans did beat the Chargers um, last year, from memory, knocked the Chargers out of the playoffs. That's um, a- yeah, so maybe this is like a real revenge game and the Chargers, you know, shit kick him or <laughs> maybe they can't beat the Texans. I don't know. I, I'm out. I love the Chargers, but they kind of eat at the minute. You know you know what we've forgotten about completely? Herbert, played at, Herbert played at 50% last week. Yeah. It's going to be a bit closer to 100 this week, I think. You reckon... Herbie will bounce back. He'd be right. He'll be healthy. Well, maybe half the reason they got pummeled last week was because Herbert just wasn't feeling good. Because we, we said it on Monday, Joel. Like Herbert's Herbert was injured. He played hurt, and it's been a week. Maybe he's less hurt now. He's got Keenan back. He's feeling a bit better. Maybe it just ends up being a brutal win for the Chargers. Is this your better the round, Matt? Uh, I think we want to bet. On yeah, the Chargers. Better the round, nut. That, that's coming up, but no, the Chargers definitely, I think, do win this. I I, I hadn't even I, I completely forgot that Herbert was injured last week, and that's why they got probably the reason why they got beaten so badly. Um, yeah, Chargers, Herbert healthy, Keenan back. Yeah, go to the line. All right, last game of the early slate, the Detroit Lions are at home to the Seattle Seahawks. Four and a half is this line. Detroit are favourites at home. Um, 50 is the total. This projects to be a high-scoring game, which is the only thing Detroit do. Um, is four, not, four and a half not enough? points or is Seattle is this the gross game that Seattle you know win honestly no um, we all love the Detroit elaborate Lions. we are in love yeah. with the Detroit Lions okay hear I me am. out Matthew hear me all out. right here we go everyone loves the Detroit Lions everybody hates Seattle why is this four and a half and not like seven I don't know. Last week the Ravens were two and a half against the Pats. They they really care about this home, like playing at home thing. Like really helps out this handicap. But, Detroit uh, are at home. Are they? Yeah. Okay, then I've got no idea. This is so Joel, is it as simple as DeAndre Swift isn't playing and Amonra is still questionable? Is it that simple? That Maybe. could be it. Yeah, I, actually, it's, it, it's that simple. It's a sharp it? call. I, yeah. I, I guess we didn't do much research, did we, John? <laughs> I guess I think even if they like, I think without Amanra, they st- still hit this line. Really? 
I, I honestly like Seattle suck. They do, but they're scoring. Oh no, they're not. I'm dumb. They um, scored last week against yeah, the Falcons. They, it was the Falcons. Yeah, though. they did last week, uh, and I, they were at home. Like Detroit gonna... has no defense so far as well. So mm. I don't know. Like, I like I. I really like DJ Chark this week. Um, oh no! Should I fire up DJ Chark <laughs> in my must win matchup against Dylan Lawrence? Well, <laughs> oh. I mean, what, oh, well, I mean, look, very simple. If there's no Amonra. Yes, Chuck plays. Oh, hundred percent, hundred percent. You have to. But like Jamal, Jamal Williams is just fine. Like he's he's not the game break breaking talent that Swifty is, but I think he's like their run game's gonna absolutely control this game. It's gonna run through him, and he's gonna be just fine. Like he's a good enough player. Um, I think he's gonna have a huge game. Like, um, I think it, it's a bit of a low hanging fruit to say he's the start of the week, but. Really fire him up in your lineups and, ex- and expect big things. Like um, last week, he he played great. I don't know if he gets two touchdowns because this funky stuff that happens on the one normally. But the thing about Detroit is normally when they get on the goal line, they're like, yeah, nah, we're just running the ball. So um, wouldn't surprise me if he had two tuds again. Uh, yeah. And Jamal's better at it than Swift. That's why they always put him on the line as well. Yeah. Clearly, um, clearly they don't back in Swift to actually do the hard part. Yeah, Swift's what? just good at getting there. Maddie Barnes well, hates say, DeAndre Swift. I do hate DeAndre Swift. Because He's got that if, Frank stink on him. He does. He really does. And honestly, if you have a guy like DeAndre Swift who's so highly touted, then he needs to be the guy that scores the touchdowns too. He can't, you know, no, it's, he has to be able to do everything. It's Kamara and and um, Ingram back in the heyday. Yeah, and Swift's getting falconed every game. And so he's not good for fantasy. Like, he's not as good for fantasy. Kamara is it a is it a, is it an outlandish thing to say Kamara is much better than DeAndre Swift? Right now. No, no. Back back when he was. Oh, no. he, yeah, yeah, exactly. So Kamara's I think that better. like DeAndre Swift is very good, but I don't think he's like that, like you know, number one type of guy. And I think that's where the difference comes in. And that's why they need Jamal Williams. I will say my bet of the week is involved in this conversation. Um, We definitely bet the overs for yards and a touchdown for Jamal Williams. Multi them together. Make your money. I like it. Um, Jamal's going to do everything. The Seahawks love uh, just getting mauled by the run. And the Detroit Lions score like it's it's the easiest thing on the goddamn planet. They make it look easy. It so is, Jamal's going to be involved. And... It's insane. It how is, isn't it? They are scoring points. Like and... Jared Goff's back, dude. Yeah, and I think that Joel, real quick, if you're trying to figure out what to do with Ninjoku, I think that you just wait and see what Amonra's doing. Oh, that's yeah, good point. With um. Not in Joku with um, DJ Chark. Actually, that's a good question. If Amonra doesn't play, do you go Hawkinson and Chark? Ooh, that's so tough. Yeah, that's... Do ya? Ooh, with Jamal touchdown, Williams stealing all my points. Yeah, good point. Oh. Good point. But he ain't stealing your air yards though. Someone's gonna get, get the ball if Amonra's yeah. not playing. That is very true. 
Um, last game of the early Slater games is a fun one. We get the return of the people's quarterback. Do you know who I'm talking about, guys? The people's quarterback? The people's no. quarterback? He's not yeah. the people's quarterback. Um, I'm, I'm very certain I thought it would be Trevor Lawrence, but it's not. No, Zach Wilson is the people's oh, quarterback. Sorry, my apologies. My apologies. Everyone loves Zach Wilson. He is the man. Um, he is a dog. Everyone loves Zach Wilson. And they, the Jumbo Jets, are on the road to the not-so-high-flying Pittsburgh Steelers. Three and a half. Oh, I was really hoping for like five and a half or something. Pittsburgh are the favourites at home. Return of Zach Wilson. How fun. Um, is he going to be good and the Jets will just be cover this and it'll be easy? Or is Zach Wilson going to suck and Pittsburgh are just going to win on defence? Nah, yeah, discuss. No. I'm going to... Last week, I, I said it's going to be the Texans. I'm, I'm hopping on the Jets this week. What? Pittsburgh suck. Give me some Zach Wilson. Uh, uh, I'm, I'm gonna, I'm not gonna be, I'm not gonna put my big boy pants on like I did last week and say Texans, uh, Jets outright. But I'm gonna take their line. I, um, um, if they don't win this game, it's gonna be close because the the Steelers team and Mitch Mitch Trubs, he he looks terrible. Um, I'm I'm really excited to see Zach Wilson in action, and and also on top of that, like the even though the Steelers D they look great in Week One because they had like a hundred and like picks, um, they're not that good. Um, like Jacoby Brissett just destroyed them. So, um, like I understand they had Nick Chubb on the ground; it's kind of easy to play off play action in terms of that, but I think that um. I think that Brees Hall, Michael Carter have a good game, and then um, honestly think that Elijah Moore is going to have a bounce back back week as well. Um, uh, get off Elijah Moore; he is irrelevant. It is the <laughs> Garrett Wilson show. Too bad Garrett Wilson's banged up. It's Elijah Moore week, baby. Yeah, I, I think it's Elijah okay. Moore week too. You guys go watch Elijah Moore be like third on the team in targets and have three <laughs> catches for. 38 yards and oh no but he's good guys <laughs> Garrett Wilson 10th overall pick in the draft don't forget it Moore is really good though Look, yeah well people keep telling I... me that and Garrett Wilson has playing like 60% of, like you listen to these numbers guys and tell me Garrett Wilson ain't the alpha Garrett Wilson 49% 61% and 63% of snaps in his first three games He's earned 8, 14, and 10 targets and has two touchdowns in those games. He's the man. He just earns targets. He's awesome. Catches balls, and he's good. Joel, I don't think he's anyone's so arguing that Garrett Wilson good. isn't good. <laughs> um, yeah, but just, so just, good. just to be clear, Elijah Moore has been 
just we'll have the same argument. He's the snap counts are at about 90% all three weeks. His targets are at were seven, five, then ten. The ball coming towards Elijah Moore. He just needs to actually do something with them. Now, that was with Flacco too. For all we know, Zach Wilson might like more, 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 more than Wilson. Um, more, more. It, it, we're going to see how it plays out. Personally, with this game, I do not want to bet on anything regarding the result because Zach Wilson's first game back, we don't know what's going to happen. I genuinely think it's possible that Zach Wilson decides that Moore's the wide receiver one and Wilson's the wide receiver two. Joel, are you going to be wrong? It's the other way around. Sorry, sorry to cut you off, Matt, but Joel, are you going to be mad at me uh, if I, because I've told you to play Jacoby Brissett and if Zach Wilson like has a big game? Um, nah, because if Zach Wilson has a big game, um, I'll have Brees Hall. And I'll also have um, Garrett Wilson, game-winner right. Garrett. Fair, fair, fair. Yeah, I think you'll get over it pretty quickly, yeah. Yeah, and I'll be stoked for just how good the NFL is with Zach Wilson being good, you know? I, I just find it hard to believe that Zach Wilson's going to have a great game on his first game back from an injury, and he hasn't played this season at all yet, obviously. So the, the Steelers... Defense, they have they have players, they have talent, so it's going to be interesting to see sort of what ends up happening if Wilson does get the start. Um, but yeah, I don't want to bet on the result. I really don't. The, the scary part is for you, Shalian, and betting the Jets yeah. is if Kenny Pickett comes in halfway through. Ooh, That's... that is that is low key scary. Yeah, I agree. That's terrifying. Like well, you don't want the Jets to go do, up who two weeks too worse early. after this. Like, do, hold on, let me just get that up really quickly because. Nah, I got you. Pittsburgh play at Buffalo next week, and then who do they have after that? Tampa Bay. Yeah, nah, they can't, unless like Mitch is so bad, which he can. Gee, this this schedule's brutal. So yeah. they get Zach Wilson this week, then they get Josh Allen on the road. Tom Brady, Matthews at Miami Dolphins. Then they get the Philadelphia Eagles. Yeah, now they're – we're talking about how the Eagles are with 10-0. This this team's going to be 1-9. And, <laughs> and I, think, I think the last thing you want is to throw Kenny Pickett into the fire too. Nah, I don't think you, he, he doesn't play before the bye. You can't because – you can only make the change after the Tampa game. You can't, like, I get why you would want him in this game because it'll be nice, but because you can't go back again, you can't, you can't go away from Mitch in this game. And it is the Jets, so like, Mitch can't. Pl- surely he can't be that bad against this team that he he gets benched. But it is a range of outcomes. We're not playing Mitch Trubisky over Jacoby Brissett. No. No, we are not. Mm. So, Charlene likes the Jets. Matthew hates this game. Um, I really want to watch this game, but I don't really want to have a bet in it because it's weird. But interesting contest. A fun, interesting contest. The 7 o'clock Slater games. Um. The first one we'll get into is the worst one, um, and it is 
is oh, I was going to say is they are these the two worst coaches in the league but we're going to get to the next game that also includes the two worst coaches yeah, in the coaches. league here we go. Which game do you think I'm talking about? <laughs> you got Arizona uh, versus Carolina, and you got um, Denver versus um, the Raiders. You want to do these as a two pack? Yeah, let's, um, do it. let's do it. Who wins the battle of the coaching? You know, the coaching bowl. Um, who do you reckon gets fired first out of these coaches? Out of all four of these Rule, ones, right? Has to be Matt Rule. Yeah, yeah, no, nah, I, I agree with, I agree with, uh, with the Matt. Nathaniel Hackett, brand new, Josh McDaniels, too much pedigree. But Denver, yeah, Denver might suck, but they've, they, they like they won last week. Yeah, but it's been disgusting. I, I, it's disgusting, but like it's not they're like two and one. A, it's not like they have a terrible. They're two and one, and they're gonna win this game. Oh, that's a hot take. Oh, you think? I, I like if they lose, I'm not surprised. But like, um, the Raiders suck, man. You can't, you yeah, can't. Line. Yeah, but they're scoring. They're scoring a lot more than the than the Broncos are. Yeah, but the, this Broncos defense is actually very good, and which leads me into my sit of the week. Um, it's Derek Carr. I don't think uh you've been playing him anyway. But if you think that he's going to have a bounce back game this week, uh, I mean, he did okay in the last two weeks. He's not absolutely killing you um, this season. Um, but he, he had like 20 points back to back in the last two weeks. Um, but I think that in this game, he's, he's, he's going to struggle a lot. Like I know it was Jimmy G and I know it's Davis Mills. So this, this defense might look a bit better than they actually are. Um, but I'm not. I, I I think they're actually a good defense. So I'm gonna I'm sitting Derek Carr. I was just gonna say I don't think the Broncos defense has proven anything yet. Yeah, San no, they haven't. I completely agree. Yeah, they played Geno and Mills. Like I don't mm, lost to Geno actually. They did lose to Geno. But what the Raiders it? have to bounce back eventually. They have too much talent. That's just my thought. They have to. They have to eventually win something. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, it's too much there. Mac Hollins is not going to be your leading receiver forever. What do you mean? Yes, he is. He is pretty sexy. That's but... the guy right there. That's the man. <laughs> John, um, you think Denver are going to win this game? I I think it's weird that how sh- how they're two dollar twenty underdogs. I think it should be closer. I think it should be like a dollar ninety to two dollars or something like that. But um, I I think they can win this game. I I re- I just think the Raiders suck, man. Okay, uh, I think that's a good take. Um, I I kind of with Matt as in the Raiders are so due to do something, but then yeah. maybe they're just not good. But then maybe Denver just finally get the doors blown off them, where for a team that can actually score points. Yeah, no, nah, I think that's the last thing that's going to happen. Yeah, so maybe... the issue. The, 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 yeah, sorry to cut you off. The Raiders, the Raiders have scored more than the Broncos have every single game so far, and the Raiders have actually played defenses, sort of. The Broncos have played San Fran's defenses, which are obviously good, but Houston and Seattle, Matt, they, they played. They barely scored. Apart from Week One, they've played the Titans and the Cardinals. They're both at the bottom. 
yeah, but the Titans' defense, the Titans' defense isn't the worst thing in the world. Like they have, they have players and they have playmakers. The Chargers are extremely talented defense. No, that was. Here's a fun yeah. stat for you guys: the Raiders have played three teams this year. Do you know those three teams' records outside the games they've played the Raiders? I did hear about this, yeah. <laughs> Shall I? Oh, I've just figured it out in my head. Yeah, they, they haven't won a game yet. They haven't won a game. <laughs> yeah. It's not, oh, not my God. That's, that's crazy. scary. Yeah, because char- it's, it's a bit lopsided because the Chargers versus the Chiefs and then like I guess they should have won last week, I guess, but that yeah. is hilarious. Just saying, like the Raiders, they could just be they could be the lowest of the low. The thing about the Raiders is like that division is um even though they're on three, like they can still win it. No, they can't. <laughs> like technically they're, yeah, not, technically they're not out of it yet. Not technically, like it's kind of like, it's kind of like the um Titans division. It's like, it's like you know, it, Kansas City are two and one. Yeah, but they they shouldn't have lost last game. They should be the clear three three and zero. Oh, but okay, I, yeah, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Like I thought after they lost last week, like it'd be done because the Chargers were gonna stomp the Jags and then the. Chiefs are going to stomp the Colts, but then they still technically have a chance. But they're profound losers, so they'll they'll figure figure out how to lose. Maybe if Denver can like, maybe if Denver have to score points, maybe they can. You know, maybe they just they maybe maybe they've been foxing. You know, <laughs> trying to win games by not scoring. Maybe you know they'll have to score, so maybe the offense does something. Yeah. Playing into well, that, this about... game is going to tell us a lot. It's going to tell yes. us a lot about both these teams. Um, if the Raiders do nothing again and somehow lose, they're done for the year. And if the Broncos somehow lose this, and it, 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 it's just going to show that they really just can't score and they can't play offense yet. Um, what about the other game of the coaching bowl? The Cards and the... Um, at Panthers. That's a Should the Panthers be favorite to anyone? <laughs> no, they really should have. Well, should we be backing the Kyler Murray to beat Baker Mayfield? I'm um, so lost looking at this game right now. Yeah, this game is weird. This game is so weird. I don't know. I what don't to... know what to think. Yeah, shall we? I bet you there, shall. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah, look. The, I mean, the cards have played pretty awful, right? Like, it's not. It's not just me that they, they got. They re- really, let's be honest, they got saved in that game against the Raiders. Like, that was some real last-minute hero shit to get that win, you know, in overtime. They got pummeled by KC, and they just got outworked by the Rams and just got junk time at the end. Um, I don't think the cards are very good at all, but the, Pan- the Panthers have just not been functional on offense at all. Yeah. No, I think, I think this just comes down to the gap in quarterback. Like I know Kyler has not been playing great at all, but Baker's so bad. So I'm I'm gonna um I'm gonna take the cards here. Yeah, I'm taking the cards too. This is too much disrespect. Yeah. Like, like 
you have to take the cards. Kyler Murray to. at home is going like uh, on the road. Sorry, Kyler Murray on the road. I don't really care. You get one and a half points. I think Carolina kind of suck, and I think I I don't think the Cardinals are good. But you know, um, this is more a bet against the Panthers and on Kyler Murray to you know score more than twenty points and. That's more than we have to do to beat Baker Mayfield at home. Plus one and a half. Um, hopefully we, you know, if Carolina win, they win like 23 to 24 or something stupid, you know? Yeah. Um, I, I agree. I, I'm, I think uh, Arizona is a really good bet this week. Um, I'll quickly go through all the teams because uh, we, haven't, uh, we haven't said anything from it fantasy perspective but the um with the cardinals you are you guys playing greg dorch um i'm interested in a deep flex i I would rather play greg dorch than noah brown okay all right fair call fair call i i don't i don't agree but yeah fair enough um uh you're playing hollywood you're playing kyla um and in my opinion, apart from Christian McCaffrey, you're not touching anyone. Like if DJ Moore plays good this week against the secondary, I can I guess I can see that. But they the cards have kind of put it together apart from week one. Like they Tay Tay Adams didn't do nothing and Cooper Cup, apart from that 20 yard rushing, rushing touchdown, because he just finds a way. Um he he didn't do anything either. Um so uh really struggle to put DJ Moore in my lineup at the moment. Um but in regards to the Broncos and the the Raiders, you do uh what are we doing with Jerry Judy? Are we um are we concerned at all or we we have to just ride the wave and hope Russell Wilson figures it out and keep him keep him in your lineups or would you rather play Greg Dorch over Jerry Judy? No, nah, that's silly. No <laughs> I think Rust, Rusty just likes Sutton a lot more. And no, well, it, it was just like in Seattle. Like, even though Tyler Lockett would have those huge blow up games, you knew that he liked DK more. Right. Yeah. Good point. And, and it's it's not really their fault. It's more just like, oh, you see that six foot eight guy out on the one on one. Like, I'm just going to chuck it up to him. What else? What else can they do? They can't do anything else. But all right, I I, I don't I I would rather sit um Jerry Judy and watch and hope and pray. I don't know if you've got better options, but I I hope you do. Um, you're playing Cortland Sutton. Um, I I think he's got a a great chance to score a touchdown this week. Um, Javante is weird because he should be. You know, it's the same argument every every time, every game. It's like, why are they not giving him the ball as much as they should? But you're playing him. Why, anyway. why is Melvin Gordon still on the team? Exactly. Yeah. They bought him a third running yeah, back why, this week. The, why is Mike Boone in that third down? Like, it makes no sense. Um, so I don't know what Nathaniel Hackett's doing, um, but you you just have to play Javante anyway. Um, I think he'll still be good anyway. Um, and then I th- on the other side of the ball, uh, Tay Adams, I think he's going to have a huge bounce back week. He's had two really 
okay weeks. Um, he scored touchdowns to save it, but I think that this is where he gets right. Um, I think that Derek Carr has really got to figure it out and give him 20 targets again because um, it worked. They they almost came back against the Chargers, and he hasn't gone back to it. So, No, well, to be fair, just on Adams, he had 10 targets last week and seven the week before. He is still getting those looks. It's just Carr can't finish the job. He can't get it to him. Yeah, it's um, weird. That, that's a car problem. Yeah. Car's a pussy. <laughs> the engine. Something's wrong with the engine. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, that's that's all my takes on the fantasy aspects of it all. Um, yeah, fun four pack a game, two pack of games, four pack of teams to um watch whose coach can try fuck it up the least. Yep. Um can't wait. Pretty much, yep. Yeah. Great. Yeah. Speaking of games that are going to be bad, Green Bay are a 10-point favorite at home to the New England Patriots. Nine and a half, sorry, is that point spread. Um, this game is going to be terrible. Terrible. Um, Green Bay can't do anything on offense. New England also can't do anything on offense. And they don't even have Mac Jones. Um, who, you know, Mac Jones, people probably don't like Mac Jones, but he's clearly better than whatever the hell they're going to have coming in. Ryan but, Hoyer, baby. Um, yeah, start your Packers defense. Yep. Can, can, yes, they, keep it, can they keep it within 10? No. No, no. Tom Brady struggled. I understand his number one option was Russell Gage and um, not Scotty Miller. Scotty Miller too, but um, what was what was I forgot? Brashad Perriman. Like I understand Tom Brady had that, but man scored twelve points. Um, so uh, New England have a bit better weapons there, but without Mac Jones, even with Mac Jones, like the line would have been at like seven. So. Um, that I don't think there's a a way that they can keep it within ten. Green Bay gonna mop the floor with these guys. Yeah, I think A Rod showed last week that he is sort of getting some chemistry with the receivers, and if that keeps building, yeah, Patriots aren't gonna do anything in this game. It's gonna be pretty good. I even though Green Bay are gonna smack him and they're gonna um, you know, they're gonna it's not gonna be close. Um, and you did say this game is going to be boring. I think there is going to be a lot of points scored. I think, I think Green Bay still have to throw it through the air because if the Pats are good at one thing this year, it's stopping the run. So Aaron Jones and AJ Dillon is kind of the, the the engine that runs this team, and they're going to be struggling a lot. So I think that Aaron Rodgers has to throw it through the air, and he's going to be doing it with much look quite a bit of ease. Um, just want to say, he is my start of the week, if you haven't realized. Um, I think that he's a safe kind of quarterback to put in. Like, if you want a bit more higher upside, there are better quarterback options out there. But I think he's just going to give you a nice, solid floor. And it would not surprise me if he threw for, like, three-plus touchdowns because I don't think they're going to get this run game going. I think uh, Tunyon's going to have a good game. Um, he's He's... Slowly 
um, playing more and more, and that's kind of his favorite option, apart from Lazard. And Dubs looked great last week, so um, I don't think the Pats are stopping Aaron Rodgers through the air. Um, they only scored 14 points, was it 14 points last week? So um, Tampa's a lot better defense, and I think and Aaron Rodgers still had a great game against them, so I think he continues it this week. Um, hate the Pats this week. I feel like even with Mac, I, it, this wasn't going to be a close game. No, I, I agree completely there. And I just want to put a little message out there for all of our uh, our fantasy addicts. Um, guys, we all watched Dooms last week and it was all very, very exciting. Please, for the love of God, do not go buying Dooms in your redrafts and dynasty leagues based off of just that game. Be aware Christian Watson wasn't playing. Um, Dooms looked good. That was his first game where he actually got any sort of volume. And there was actually a good result out of him. But be aware that after one game is not enough to start trying to sell the house to get him, okay? So relax, take a chill, because Christian Watson's going to come back soon, potentially this week. And we get to we got to still see how that develops, because honestly, in the long run, both of them aren't going to be the wide receiver ones. On, just to add on to that, Joel, as a person who sold Romeo Dubs to Frank, um, how are you feeling about that game? Eight eight targets, eight receptions for 70 yards and a touchdown. Um, yeah, not great. I probably could have waited a couple of weeks and sold him now. Would have but been the optimal you still play. think that he, you would have sold him? Oh, yeah. I was, okay. I'm getting off him. Yeah. yeah. So you don't think this is a sustainable – you don't think he's going to actually be a thing? No. Okay. Fair. Okay, good. Um, okay. I, I, I wasn't aware you were that confident, but yeah, I mean, I, I definitely think it's still a toss-up between the two. I do believe definitely that Christian Watson is the more talented receiver. In oh, college. yeah. So um, I, like, I, I'm obviously betting on Watson, but who knows? The NFL is different. If, I think that the only way Dubs is like completely like the number one is if he's like literally Randall Cobb. Um, Randall Cobb, he's been pretty good, I guess, throughout his career, but being nothing like amazing, which is something that Christian Watson can become. So, um, I think he'll be solid. I think, um, he he's got like the, you know, the the gritty type of talent to make yourself a good receiver. But I don't think it's it's like a, a Manra St. Brown type of range of outcomes for him. So, um. Settle down, especially if you're in Dynasty looking at him being like, oh my God, I'm going to get Aaron Rodgers number one. Um, just he, he, he's going to be okay, but I don't think he's anything crazy. Joel, um, are you, are you betting anything on this game or the microphone struggling a little bit for Joel over there? Yeah, no, sorry, I was on mute. Um, no, but if I have to, I would bet the minus nine and a half, but not a real money bet for me, but I can see why you two would want to because the Patriots might not score a touchdown. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, stinky, stinky game. 40 points is the total, by the way, and yeah, I don't know. Lucky this isn't like in the middle of December where it's like snowing in Green Bay. Oh my god, up. imagine. 
yeah, there'd be like a 24-point total. Yeah. Um, <laughs> anyway, moving on to a much better game. Tampa Bay are at home. It's any game featuring Patrick Mahomes and the Kansas City Chiefs, you'd hope is a better game. Yeah, good point. Um, Tampa Bay plus two is the total at home. Home underdog Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Um, what do we think? Tom Brady obviously gets Mike Evans back. Dylan Lawrence obviously thinks he gets Julio Jones back. <laughs> is that enough to hold off Kansas City, who just had a really bad week? And frankly, they haven't really looked that good since week one because I think we all think the Chargers should have beat them in week two. Yeah. Fair point. So what are we doing? I, I'm I'm very confused why like I get Tampa is have been struggling to put up points. It's kind of weird that Tom is an underdog in this uh, in this um uh game. It's, in this uh, Super Bowl rematch game. Yeah. Um, so, uh, I, I'm trying to get my head around it. Even if, if you wanted to take Tampa, they're only at plus two. So I don't know. I don't know about that one. It's kind of, it's, it's, it's a really weird one. Cause I can't really gauge how good this Tampa Bay team is and how, how good this Kansas city chiefs team is. But one thing is for sure, um, Patrick Mahomes doesn't beat Tom Brady, so um, I think if I'm going to have a bet on this game, I'll bet on the um, Tampa Tampa Bay Bucks. Look, Tampa do get back Mike Evans and Chris Godwin's at about a 50-50, I believe, for this game. So, you know, if Tom has all of his weapons, the Chiefs... The Chiefs' defense hasn't done... hasn't really done too much yet whereas the Tampa defense hasn't given up two touchdowns of the game yet. Um, it'll be yeah. it'll be interesting. We need we really need to see this game play out to really see where these two teams are sitting in terms of this season because neither of them have shown us that they're a deep playoff team at all yet. Um, I mean, of course, we need the Chiefs need to figure out what they're doing with their wide receivers. They need they need to really nail down who's who's going to be the one that's most involved and who deserves the ball the most often most often but Mahomes has been playing a lot better than Brady so far this season um stats wise especially like it's it's night and day between the two of them so it'll be I think I personally I think I go the Bucks to win this um just because Brady's weapons are a bit more well-rounded than Mahomes's what do you think Joel yeah, I hate that this game is Sunday night football because if for whatever, somehow, reason, you know, the Bills lose, um, the Eagles lose, and, like, I'm having a rough time of it, I'm going to bet the Chiefs. I don't think the Bucks are good anymore. You reckon? You know that Canadian club ad? where the guy whispers, like, I don't like beer anymore. Yeah. And everyone goes silent. <laughs> yeah. Well, 
I don't like Tom Brady anymore. Oh. I think he's bad. Washed. It's not. I mean, it's not too controversial. He's had a rough first three weeks. Let's be honest. No, I get. I get it. I just think that he's not only versed really good defenses. He's uh, he's had no weapons. So I, I just want to see when everyone comes back, if he actually is. Um, he's he's been struggling. He's almost, he almost won last week, and Green Bay were at full strength. So I'm not gonna, not gonna call it out yet. Um. I don't think Green Bay are good. Huh? I mean, they're not. They I, have no weapons. Yeah, I don't think Green Bay are good. Yeah, I know. I I get what you're saying, but yeah, uh, I I, mean, I just can't. I just I'm not gonna call it yet. And uh, is 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 it Kansas City? At home? No, Tampa at home. Like I I just can't see them losing this game. Um, I know that Tom Tom's record against um Patrick, Aaron, and uh. Josh Allen was brought up a lot last week and then he lost, which is funny. Um, but I think that he's not losing. He's not losing back to back. He's um, he's 10 and two now. If you guys didn't know. Yeah. But it's another yeah. year. It's he, he, he's, he's not the same Brady right now. Like how many, how many touchdowns and yards did he put up last year? He's not nowhere near on pace for any of that so far. No, nah, he's, he's really not. I I I I I agree. I I get where you guys are coming from. Like I really hope that Arizona, Philly, and Buffalo all win, so I don't have to go chasing money on betting against Tom Brady. But if I have to do it, I'm probably going to do it. I just think the Chiefs are way better than the Bucks, top to bottom, all around the field, everywhere. All right, uh, I, really, I, I, I can't argue with that. I really yeah. can't. Yeah, and I'm not going to either. But anyway, um, oh, sorry. Are we um, starts. Who are we starting in this game? Um, I I think that you gotta like, uh, if Chris Godwin does play, I don't I don't know if you have uh, a lot of confidence in it. I know last time he got brought back early. <laughs> wanted to watch and then he ended up with like the first three targets of the game but I can't trust it as of yet um don't follow Russell Gage's game and don't hope that Julio is gonna play because he's not and start so fire up your Mike Evans um and then on the other side of the ball I think you can start Juju I don't know it's still a bit hard for me he looked great last week I haven't seen him like have a big long um play in so long it was so nice to see um I am a bit biased like that's my guy but um I I I think that they're gonna need to throw it again and I think that the only guy that Mahomes really trusts is obviously Kaus and Juju. So I think that if you don't have the greatest options, I think that he's a great flex. Um, and he still hasn't scored a touchdown yet. It's Patrick Mahomes. So wouldn't, wouldn't surprise me if he scored. But it's up to you if you want to follow me and in, in, in on the Juju bandwagon because I know he, if you played him in week two, he absolutely destroyed you. Um, but I honestly think he's, he's, uh, he's a thing. So, um, yeah. Fire up your juju. Obviously, you're playing Patrick Mahomes and Kals. And uh, 
I think Clyde's going to struggle, but you can't not play him at this point. Um, he's been so efficient, so playing Clyde as well. I do really agree that um, Juju is probably the wide receiver one for these guys. No, um, he is, but, but he's not. He's there's no. It's like no way he's going to be like a top 10, 15 type of guy. I don't think, but I think he can be a good, like he can give you a good solid 10 to 15 points a week. You know what I mean? I'm really not convinced that he can't be that next echelon on this team. I think if Mahomes decides that he wants what? him and be enemy and Reed decide that Juju is going to be that guy, then I think he's going to get fed the ball. And to be honest, Juju's only had five less targets than Kelsey so far this season. Wow, did not um, Only five less targets over the three games. Um, only, what's that? A little bit of quick math in my head. Only 52 less yards than Kelsey. There you go. Um, the volume's there for Juju. He's around. He's doing stuff. And... Um, and in the same in, in the same saying that if you have MVS, this may not be for this week because it is Tampa, but if you're holding MVS in your team, guys, I really would consider throwing him around with your flex every now and then. Um, he's wide receiver too. He's only one. He's had 18 targets through three games, which is only one less than Juju. I think MVS actually has the potential for volume again when it's time for the Chiefs to really start slugging it in those sort of games. Um, when Mahomes gets loose, MBS and Juju are going to put up points. I don't. Yeah, I I, I agree. That's a it's Patrick Mahomes. Like you want a piece of the pie. So um, exactly. I get I get why people don't want it because it is a revolving door. Um, it's hard to figure out who it is apart from Kals. Um, but yeah. Um, I don't think Joel has any takes on it on on that aspect. Joel, do you? Nah, you're starting who you'd normally start. Um, I'm not excited to play any of the weird, you know, um, you know, Russell Gages, Miko yeah, Hardman's. Nah. I guess you're still starting both running backs, unfortunately. Yeah with, yeah, with Lenny, like, is he, is that, you think that's just come from the matchups and the fact that he was the only weapon on the field, so the defense is completely collapsed to him, or do you think something's, Something's a... No, oh, he's still getting all the work regardless. Yeah. So even yeah. if he is washed, he's Good just point. like, you know, um, a volume play anyway. So yeah. you, regardless, you're starting him. I wouldn't worry too much about Lenny. Good Look, I wouldn't um... say he's washed just yet. Last two weeks, his yards per carry was awful, below three. But week one against Dallas, he blew them out of the water. Um, I, I think Lenny's going to be a lot more matchup dependent than he has been in the past. Um, but he's definitely still a running back that you probably want to start every week, regardless. Fair enough. What's the Bucks the... aren't as efficient as they have been in the past. But no, not yeah, at all. You still have yeah. to start him because he's getting all the work, all the passing game, all the goal lines. So, you know, if they do get there against the Chiefs, which they might not because they're going to get waxed, um, it will be Lenny. Um, last game of the round. The Jimmy Garoppolo-led San Francisco 49ers go back home against the LA Rams. Um, two points is the total, or the spread. San Francisco are favourites at home in the 
NFC Championship rematch, guys. Um, yeah. Dan Fran get a bit of revenge at home, or do the Rams beat them? Um, yeah, help. <laughs> Another, this is another yeah. weird one, isn't it? It is. It's another funky. We don't know which Jimmy G is going to turn up. We don't know which Stafford's going to turn up. Um, all we can be sure of is that Cup and Debo will turn up. Um, that is true. It's, going to be, it's, it's, cool. it's, it's a funky game. Neither team, neither team's running games are going to be go, going well this game, guys. So, fantasy wise, betting wise, I wouldn't touch the running backs in this. Um, neither team has given up anything to the run so far this season. You have to imagine the Rams are the favorites and yeah and you would you would you would tip the Rams to win this. It's just a matter of whether San Fran and Ayuk, Debo and Garoppolo decide to come out swinging. Yeah. Well, the Rams aren't the favorites, Matthew, so are you going to bet the Rams? The Rams are the favorites. No, they're not the favorites. Not. Well, yeah. then I'd be betting the Rams. Yes, if they're not the favorites, <laughs> that, that's a bit of value there. I think. Yeah, paying two dollars ten. I think it's uh, it's only due to the Rams haven't looked insanely amazing. Like they've looked like good. Uh, they've had back to back like pretty easy matchups. Um, so it's hard to get a gauge. It's, this is going to be a cool game for me to like see and see what the Rams are really made of this year because they have been struggling against um, wide receivers and and giving up points through the air and yards through the air. So I'm excited to see this game, see how Jimmy G does, see how they play Debo um, and Ayuk and Kittle. Um, but I I would agree with Matt. I would I would bet on the Rams as well. It's just after seeing what happened against the Broncos, it's really hard to put my confidence in this and Jimmy in this Jimmy G led 49ers team. Um, but something we'll have to, to see. This is more of a, a watch game for me. I think it's also for a even though it sounds good on paper, to you think, oh yeah, Rams versus 49ers on on Monday night football, like that's cool, but I think it's gonna be a pretty pretty average game. I will just say as well, I think if anyone anyone out there thinking that the San Fran defense is above average so far this year, just quickly take a look at the first three teams that uh San Fran have played. Justin Fields, Gino, and whatever the hell the Denver Broncos are. Um and they've given up not really points, but They've lost. They lost to Chicago and they lost to Denver. Um, I really don't know if this defense is going to be able to handle the Rams if they actually come to play. Yeah, the thing about the Rams though is I don't like. I don't know about this Allen Robinson guy and their second option through the air is Tyler Higby at the moment. So um, it's a bit concerning because um, they really need a number two and Allen Robinson isn't really showing up. To be fair to him, apart from like I know that that dropped touchdown looks terrible, but he hasn't really given been given much opportunity, so it's a bit hard to to say if he's bad or not yet. So um, we'll we'll see. It's it's I think that if he's if he's actually going to be a thing, this Rams offense can 
can be really good, but I think that that's why they're capped at the moment because they're struggling to find the number two for Cup. I think you're 100% right. They're, like Higby's done well and he's yes targets and receptions that he has and their their number two receiver stats wise and actual production is Ben Skaranek. How he say yeah it is um like they are lacking a lot and you have to wonder why they haven't called Odell yet but that's beside the point yeah well he I I, I don't know I, I all I knew was. Odell was a perfect fit for this team and they're, they're struggling without him, but it's not like you could help yep. him anyways. Man's man's got busted knees. Um Joel, you gonna have a bet on this game or would you rather chase the if you uh if you did have a bad bad week you're chasing on the Tom Brady game? I kinda think San Fran gets some revenge. Yeah, okay. Well, right. I don't think they're that I don't. I think. Okay. I think the San Francisco 49ers, and this is like gross narrative. You know, they need this more than the Rams. <laughs> yeah. Okay. You know. You feel me? They, they want it more. Well, they they're gonna be one and three if they drop this game. They can't drop this game. Yeah. So and but even and you guys have just been talking about how the rams have no weapons and i agree they have no weapons outside of cooper cup yeah they beat the falcons by like 5 yeah they almost like they beat cliff kingsbury like good on them and then they got pummeled trained curb stomped by the bills i don't know it hasn't been that impressive for the rams they i haven't. know it hasn't been impressive for the niners either but you know I think in a big spot for San Francisco at home, they can beat the Rams. I this think it's a division game too, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, it is. Yeah, give me San Francisco at home. All right. I like it. I, I don't mind it at all. I, I definitely think it can go either way. Um, I just think the value from the Rams is a lot better. So that's why I would jump on them. But I can completely see where you're coming from. Um. I don't, I don't think I went through the starts and sits. I think um, I think you sit Jimmy G. I think you sit um, what's it? uh, they're running backs as well. I don't, Jeff yeah, Wilson. Well, yeah. yeah, if you have better options, you're sitting yeah. Henderson and Acres. I think. Yeah, as well. Yep. Yeah, so both backfields, I wouldn't really like. Um, but you obviously starting Debo and Cup. I can see them both like having great games, like just them two versus each other. I wouldn't expect much from Stafford. He really killed you last week with 10 points because he didn't throw one touchdown, which was weird against the Cardinals. Don't I don't like him this week either. I think that if they win, it's gonna be a real gritty win. I don't think it's gonna be anything crazy. So when when wouldn't start Stafford, I think there's better options there for you. Like I said, Aaron Rodgers or something like that. Um, and yeah, um, uh, keep watching Alan Robertson's. Don't I wouldn't drop him as of yet, but definitely not starting Alan Robertson. And yeah, that's it. Oh, Hig- Higby and um, Kittle, start them both. They'll be fine. They're good. They're they're tight ends. They they get enough target share to for you to hope and pray that they do something because all tight ends suck anyway. One more thing. It's not really fantasy relevant because it's. It's Debo, but I think this is the game that we finally see the Debo from last year. Oh, yeah. 
I okay. think he's been building. The targets are there. The Rams have been giving up shitloads of yards yeah. in the yeah. air. Yeah. I think this is finally when Debo goes nuts. Um, so if you feel like a bit of a prop bet later, maybe the yards overage there might not be too brutal and it might be worth going after. And wouldn't be good either. No, I wouldn't because there's like, oh, Jalen Ramsey's there. Disregarding the fact that he's been giving up yards all season so far, yeah, it's it's also because he's been he's been uh hard, hardly got that many yards. Like it's not going to be like like Justin Jefferson or Cooper Cup at like ninety two, and I'd be like sixty around there. So I yeah. I like I like that that prop bet. I'm gonna lose money on some George Kittle stuff too. Yeah, most touchdown, some yards if it's low. His usage last week was. Great. Um, yeah, he was on the field for like 90% of the snaps, ran a route on like all of Jimmy G's dropbacks. Um, yeah. If I can get like better than 10 to 1 on him for the first touchdown, uh, I'm going to do that. <laughs> but um, yeah. Um, are we recapping this all? Yeah. Um, do, do you remember it all? Or no? Cool. All right. Well, I, I'll, I'll do mine. And then you do yours, and oh. then Matt will close us out. Sounds good. So I like the Bills. Minus three or three and a half first Baltimore. Obviously, if you can get the three, please take the three. Be smart. Go searching. Um, I like Philadelphia minus six and a half against Jacksonville. I like Arizona plus one and a half on the road to Carolina. And in the two island games, I like Kansas City on the road, minus two against Tampa Bay. And I like San Francisco at home, minus two to the Rams. I like George Kittle, first touchdown on Monday Night Football. And yeah. there you go. Um, Charlie's turn here. I'm going to quickly go over my TNF same game. So it's Overs Jamar, Overs T Higgins, Overs Joey B passing yards. Um, if you want to get funky, put T Higgins in for a touchdown and unders on Joe Mixon. Um, my next one is my start of the week. It is Drizzy Drake against the Cleveland Browns. I think if you want to get him in for overs on yardage, I would definitely highly recommend. I like every single person in their game for overs. So, uh, but Drizzy Drake's my favorite. Um, I'm also jumping on the Buffalo bandwagon. I'm going, I'm taking them at uh, minus three as well. Um, I think they bounce back and uh, this Buffalo secondary is going to, uh, this Buffalo secondary, this Baltimore secondary is going to struggle against the likes of Diggs and Gabe Davis, who I think you should um, bet the overs on Stefan Diggs. Um, and then in the Detroit Seattle game, I love me some Detroit Lions, even if Amanra St. Brown doesn't play uh, at minus four and a half. And then I'm also taking the Chargers to bounce back in a big way against the Houston Texans at minus five. Um, and then just to round it out, I've got the New York Jets to um, <laughs> cover their line at three and a half. I love yeah. me some jumbo jets. Go Zach Wilson. 
And then the Arizona Cardinals at, uh, I would take them outright, but if you want to be safe, I guess you can take the um, plus one and a half, and that will round out my favorite bets of the week. Your turn, Matthew. All right, my turn. Everyone, I had the memory of a goldfish, and I took no notes because I forgot about this part of the show. So, to the best of my ability, Detroit, Jamal Williams, taking the overs for the yards. Give him a little touchy. Give him a little touchy down. Then, scrapping the scrapping the bottom of the bottom of the barrel. Of my memory here. We're going Chicago. Khalil Herbert. Honestly, the same bloody bet. As long as Monty doesn't play on over on the yards, we want the touchdown because that sh- that offense doesn't work. And last of all, just flicking through, I think Mike Evans for the overs in yards against the Chiefs is probably a good idea. You were very confident on Minnesota. Yeah, yeah, I was just about to say that. You wanted the Minnesota. Was I? Yeah. Oh, for the you guys have better memory than me. Yes, uh, Minnesota. Go it, guys. Uh, we love we love Minnesota. The Saints suck. Um, I do remember now that I mentioned this. Uh, Alave, the yards overage, if it's not too disgusting, um, if it's pr- around 60 to 70, if that's his over, go the overs on that, definitely. And, yeah, the Vikings to win that game as well in London. All right. Um, just to round out the show, we'll tell you guys my starts of the week and my sits. Starts of the week, Aaron Rodgers against the Patriots. Drizzy Drake London against the Browns <laughs> and my main man Noah Brown um, for the Cowboys <laughs> and my sits of the week you've got Derek Carr and J.K. Dobbins please do not touch those guys um, thanks for listening everyone I hope you enjoyed your time win heaps of money win your fantasy football games um, Matt is currently 3-0 and Joel is two and one and I'm one and two. Uh all looking to get another W in our win columns. Thank you for joining us. Thank you, Matt, for being a wonderful special guest once again. And of course, thank you to Joel for always being the man. Um, follow us on the socials on the Instagram at the fantasy addicts and on the Twitters at the FB Addicts. Thanks, guys. See you guys later. (laughs) Yeah, waiting for that. Peace.